Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. Who's going to sing to us, Nick? It's Wednesday. Who's going to sing to us, Nick? Uh, uh, who's singing? We need to think of a trio. Who's singing? Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke, rap, who's singing? Oh, punting. Don't know much about history. Don't know much about biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you, and I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. What a wonderful world it would be. It's starting to get smoother. It's starting to get Sounds smoother. Good. Yes, it is. It's, yes, it is, it's Rico. Like, it's like seasoned. That was brought I wonder you. if it sounds different over the headphones than it does over the FM dial. You know what we're oh. going to call that? <laughs> R-S-D. R-S-D. Saturn Davis. R-S-D. Raspatory System. Of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it could be. How about DRS? Then it can be the doctors. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> okay, no, Rico, you're not ruining our dream. DRS, damn repulsive singing. Oh, man. Wow. Hey, you don't think about it, though, dog. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe B says, you mean to tell me that wasn't Sam Cook? I just heard. Well, I know, Joe B, you <laughs> tell boy. us. You tell us. <laughs> Don't know much about history. What's that? Don't know much about biology. What else are we talking about? Don't know much about a science book. Why not? Don't know much about the French I took. Because why? But I do know that I love you. Tell me something more. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. It's all about love, baby. It's all about love. It's all about love, It's all about love. That's the doctors. <laughs> Damn repulsive singing. <laughs> oh, man. What's not repulsive, though, is today's history, which is something in, in, in light of what's going on in the Masters, what happened in the Masters, and the kind of the, the consternation and the, uh, the angst between the Live Tournament and the golf and the PGA. 1987. 51st U.S. Masters Tournament, Augusta National. Larry Mize chips in. Rap, remember that shot? You can see the video over and over again. Nick, you weren't, we weren't born yet. Heck, me and Rap were only 13. But if you, t- if you, if you YouTube and just click in Larry Mize chip shot. Well, actually, you were 13. I was still 12. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? Uh, 1987, man. Ah, okay. Larry Mize chips in from nice. 140 feet from a probable birdie. Three on the second playoff hole. 
He beats Greg Norman for his only major title, and Norman goes down again, which was crazy the way it went down, man. Uh, I wasn't watching golf at the time, but you see the clip over and over and over again. So, man, you always see it uh, when it comes up. Um, that was something. You look at like what took place at the Masters this weekend, and how it's just like it was taboo. You don't bring up, uh, uh, you don't bring up Greg Norman. It's just the shock. You know, you don't bring him up. But also in Husker history, 1953, the emphasis is on the single wing as spring drills begin under Coach Bill Glassford's fifth season. You know, it was interesting on the captain show they had Eric uh, Crouch on there. Big shout out to Eric Crouch, great interview fellows, and the captain, VJ and Terrell uh, with uh, EC. They asked him one of the questions, do you think the option would still work today? If you got the personnel, yes, it would work again today. People said it, was, it wouldn't work back then. I mean, if you got the athletes and you recruit the right guys for your system, it will work if they play discipline. The way that we played discipline at that time, you, as far as that goes, the Army I know has been struggling years, you know, a little bit. Army still runs that joker. You know, obviously Georgia Tech went under their previous coach was running that option still as well, you know, a form of it. So, Raph, what are, you, what are your thoughts, bro? Oh, yeah, it definitely would. But you also go back and watch, I always say, go back and watch the 97 Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. and watch the formations that Nebraska was running that game. Coach Osborne was probably 10 or 15 years ahead of everybody. Yeah, he was. Because if you watch his concepts in that game, it turns out being with the offenses that were ran, you know, like by Oregon. And he, he was ahead. He was so far ahead of his time. I, I think back to, um, I believe they that game, they had like Shevin Wiggins, you know, coming around like what – eventually made you know the triple option with Oregon so good so it's he de- it definitely could work I have no doubt about that if if somebody wanted to run that offense you know the thing about it was guys other teams were always playing checkers coach Osborne was playing chess oh yeah he was so far and you 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 even look at that one of the formations like Nebraska in the shotgun you go back and and look that there was a lot in '97 that they were in the shotgun and they were running. They were, Still running the so option. He was. He was. He was ahead of his time. To prepare for an option, first of all, it's not. I mean, when you give a team now, now, granted, here's what we would do too. Okay, and we weren't overlooking teams, but sometimes you would see if we had, let's say, um, Colorado coming up, uh, or a team that was, you know, teams we should be. Sometimes you'd see a few on the card. You see a few plays that Colorado run because just you just get you just, it would kind of ease it into us. You know, slowly dropping information and looks that we could possibly see in two weeks and three weeks. T.O. was always thinking three steps ahead of everybody else, man. Oh, yeah. And when you have the option, it's such a nuisance, especially when you have the weapons that we had at that time and the discipline, uh, the pipeline that would punish you. You had so many things coming at you. Then you, at times you try to see them overload the sides. You know, their backers and linebackers will be playing outside. That's fine because then you're going to get a 220-pound uh, fullback coming right up at you and there's no one home. Then you start cheating inside. You, I mean, there are so many. And then as you start cheating that way, then you have the tight end does a half a second delay. He's right, right running down the middle wide open. There were so many things to prepare for. And if you played against a team that wasn't a very disciplined defense, you were going to kill them. Hence why uh, I got to play in some of those, a lot of those games because we already blew them out. Yeah. They, then, you can't, you, it's hard to compare for a disciplined team regardless of what the all, offense is. And then you also look at, too, that I don't think that the quarterbacks of – I want to say yesteryear get credit for is just how bright they were in the the, the classroom, the football cla- classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you talk to Tommy, he probably audibled probably sixty percent of the plays mm-hmm. that Coach Osborne he he gave him. You know the uh, they call the play. Tommy is able to look at the defense because the trick of the option is you just you want to find where the least amount of guys yep. are at. That yep. gives you the 
and that Tommy Tommy had those abilities, Brooke had those abilities, even you know Steve Taylor, um, just that those quarterbacks during that time, just how how bright you had to be on the field. It wasn't just hey we're coming out and running option right or yeah we're running that we're running a trap. They had to come up, read the defense, find the weakness, and then. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this, Raph, and you have a good point. I'm going to say this. You'd be hard-pressed. Now, some were better than others, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a quarterback at Nebraska under Coach Osborne. I would say Coach Solich as well, who didn't give you fits. Yeah. They all had different – you know, they all, all, the, all the different gifts. They all had different gifts, talents, and abilities. But they all gave defenses fits. Why? Because, Raph, what you just said, they, were, they knew what they were doing. Yep. They were drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled, and it's like that old saying: "Don't do it until you go, uh, until you uh, until you get it wrong. Do it until I mean, don't do it until you get it right. Do it until you can't get it wrong." Correct. To this day, I guarantee you, probably ninety percent of those guys, depending on how far they play back, but under To could still tell you checks off and audibles right now. Oh, Tom, because it was Tom, so great. Yeah, he can't. I say, I he'll say you, out of nowhere, check check two opposite. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about, man? You good? Yeah, yeah last <laughs> time, know? last God, that's been the last time. It's been a while, Tommy. We need to probably get together again, but. Last time I talked to Tommy, I asked him, I go, do you still know the Nebraska playbook? And he's, oh, like, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I know I know the entire playbook. I know all, like you said, the checks. He knows all he, of he them. Know, he knows it all. Knows all of them. You, it was so great. The, the, the discipline, Nick, that was in us, and I want to see that come back uh, because discipline is a lot. You know, discipline even will help you with some shorts or some shortcomings if you just don't make mistakes. I was, I, I've said this before, I will still find myself walking in my head in oh, airports. Yeah. My hands are doing swim. I'm like, AD, what are you doing? <laughs> and if you check with Abdul, Abdul says the same thing. If you check with Riley Washington, would say the same thing. Corey Dixon, Tremaine Bell. I can go on and on. Jeff Flake. I can go on and on again. Lance Jeff Brown. Jeff Flake. Those guys. Now, I did not have Jeff Flake on my bingo board today. Oh, brother. Them dudes, it's just ingrained in us because it was just instilled us for so long. That's how we did things, man. Um, uh, <laughs> so... Back to this before I go into – I am going to do – Brian T., I am going to do the uh, uh, AD attitude just before I get out of here at shortlessly. But uh, Unknown Texter says, is it a coincidence my studio broke when you guys started singing? <laughs> Cur- Curtis and Lincoln says, nothing personal, but you guys are so crazy when you're singing. <laughs> hey, he ain't heard nothing yet because at 930, you got Raph's yeah, good take. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't yet – that's, that's just Raph. That's just Raph. You don't, you don't have AD or, or myself. So. <laughs> Nick's like, I don't want no parts of that, I'm man. Taking myself keep off your stream. name out. Keep keep my name I, out your mouth. <laughs> I am nowhere to be found. If you want to see the rehearsal of Raf's good take, you have to go to nine three point seven a ticket on uh, Twitter or go oh, to Raf's page. Boy. What is that page again, Raf? Chris Raf seven. As if you haven't heard that at nauseum. Nick, what is yours? <laughs> Nick <laughs> underscore Saner. Yeah. See if you just see if Nick tags you to go viral for you, Raf. Yeah, he's famous. He's famous, kind of famous dude. <laughs> That's not true. Yes, you are, man. Yes, you are. Folks, here is, before we go to break, because we got, what, what five minutes before we go to break? Yeah. Before we go to break, and, y'all. And then you leave. Well, I'm not technically leaving. <laughs> and then you I'm leave. always going to be with y'all, man, at heart. <laughs> Nick's like, you sure okay, you got a speaking engagement, AD? Yeah, yeah. Sure, you, sure you're not going to the range? I, I, know, I know you need to practice. Sure you're not going to the around, range? So. Here's the thing, though, dude. If I went to the range, here's you, the, you would struggle more. I would. Here's I my know, problem, though. man. I here's my problem. too much about it. Here's my problem, dude. I will go to the range. And the thing about it is, I don't even hit him that well in the range. Mm. I mean, I'll hit him decent, and I'll get in a flow and a group. Now, I, I will take that back. Now, this was about 2017, okay? So it was me, uh, Jay Gates, 
Uh, Paul Morris, Jake H., you know, the, the rep that comes on with us all the time, friend of the radio. Jay Jackson, who played for the Oscars, Akim Udofia. We've been doing this trip for years. We're probably going to do it again this year if we get up our schedules to line up. And after when COVID hit and things before, then people got busy. But that in 2017, dude, I was going to the range once a week prepping really? up for our, our Play the West. We've been doing it for years, man, for like 15 years. I went to the range. I played my best. Because I was just, I would go and I would never take my whole bag with me. So I would take different clubs each session. I was going a couple times a week, man, just for an hour over lunch and just swinging, you know, got dialed in. Dude, I played the best golf of my life. So there is something to be said wow. about it. It can't be like I am now to where it's like, yeah, I might hit a two, couple. Now I just don't care because I just want to go out and swing and have fun, man. You know, so, Raph, what is your philosophy on the range, man? Range. Hmm. I don't really have a philosophy on the range. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nick, you didn't see this, Ralph. I got, yeah. I, you got to tell Nick. So, <laughs> so we're at Double Eagle Golf on Friday, man, when you left. Oh, no. Oh. Nick, Ralph got in a pothole in a bunker. I was in one of the pot belly bunkers. Okay. So you guys on the stream might be able to see it, but Ralph, so Keenan, my oldest son Keenan, my middle son Keenan, so Ralph, he, he knew what he was doing, but he just got caught when he was releasing him. He kept going like this. We just in a, a pothole bunker. Raph, tell him how many times it took you to get out of that bunker. 22. Nick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick, he swung 22 times. Coach. The ball kept going right back. It would hit the wall and come right back in. Coach Smith, he's like, no, you know you can turn it around and <laughs> hit out. And I'm like, uh-uh. Because you were just put up, up against oh, it? Oh, I was right up against so it. So you got to hit it so high. He, he, but see, the rap, though, it happens to all of us, though. You, yeah. you get... You get just kind of the yips. And you were frustrated. You're frustrated. And I said, Raph, dude, it's Maybe the entire double eagle was watching. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. they was all watching. I said, Raph, you got to oh, release You got to no. release high. You know, and he kept releasing here. I'm like, that ball is never going to get over that wall. Yeah. It's, I mean, regardless of what loft the club you got, it's not going to get over the wall. He fought, so what would you finish on that hole? Like a 25? 26. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Thomas, his swings were unlimited. I'll tell you that. The funny thing was, was I think I actually had like a two-stroke lead going into that hole. Yeah, it, it all it, it came to the point it he was swinging so many times. Through. I was watching the Masters and forgot he was even swinging still. Yeah, was, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Raph is still in the, still still, there. He's still in the bunker. Half an hour later. AD had himself a pimento and, and chicken salad yeah, sandwich. Yeah, went to the bathroom, oh, yeah. went outside, checked <laughs> yeah. the weather. Shook some hands, kissed some babies. And there I was, still on that speaking, pot belly bunker. Speaking of golf, a couple Masters champions were crowned. Uh, I, did you say the Fred Couples won in 92? It was 92. It was 92, I think, when Freddie won. Right. Yeah, Fred, Freddie, yeah, Freddie won it in 92. And uh, on this day in 2015, Jordan Spieth won it. Yes. Jordan. Yes. It's hard to believe that Speeth has been around for that long. Yeah. I know, nine times. And then well, it, folks, we had time before we went yeah. out. The 80 Attitude Adjustment today, today, guys, folks, brought to you by ILC, Integrated Life Choices. I'm going to bring my notes up. So I'm going to make sure I pronounce it right. Not pronounce it right, but get there, all the information on there. I want to make sure I said this. We request to get it done. I definitely want to say this for you, folks, before I got out of here for the day uh, to go share with a pretty cool audience. Let me pull this up. Rick, as I pull this up, though, Raph, tell me this, man. How did you feel once you got it out of there? Uh, honestly, um, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, let's try. <laughs> the ADD Attitude Adjustment is sponsored by Integrated Life Choices. ILC is hiring for direct support professionals all over the state of Nebraska, full-time, part-time days, evenings, weekends, help ensure a meaningful life for the people you support and helping to achieve their hopes and dreams. Apply at ILC.net backslash careers. Folks, the Attitude Adjustment of today is this. I went to Oslin 
uh, yesterday for the eyes, Oslin Eye Care. And I got to get glasses, man, because I'm nearsighted, seeing from a distance, you know, I'm starting to squint. Because even at that board, I can see that pretty good. But if that board's a little further away, I would struggle. I said, finally, after about six months, knowing I should have been there, probably a year, I finally went yesterday. But as she's adjusting the lens, getting the right thing, as she kept adjusting the lens, it got clear. It got clear. It got clear. She goes, one or two, one or two, one or two. Second one, second one, second one, first one, first one. And each time she adjusts the lens, my vision got clear. How does that relate to life? I know you both where I'm going. Adjust your lens. What are you looking through? We see what the lens we're looking through. Folks, if you're dealing with a bunch of anger and you're wondering everything looks bad, stop being so pissed off. Find a way to get it straightened up just like it is my eyes. If you're dealing with things out of fear, change the lens. If you're dealing with things out of just frustration, change the lens. If you're dealing with things out of just uh, of just like, man, we're just like, it's depression. Change the lens. If you're playing like, like that, get some help if you need to as well. Folks, if you change your lens of how you see things, you can change your life. Even sometimes when you can't change it, there's help to help you change it. Just like I went to the doctor. I couldn't do it on my own. In fact, if I continued doing what I was doing, I'd keep getting the same results that I've been getting. Squinting. I can't see. I'm going to enjoy sporting events more watching TV more, and reading doesn't bother me because I can read right in front of me, but those things from a distance, I'm constantly squinting. Folks, change your lens. So is it true that you will be getting the Eric Dickerson sports goggles? Probably not with a strap on the back. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, if you don't like what you see, you can change the lens. If you need help, that's available as well. That was AD Attitude Address for the day. Folks, I will talk to you tomorrow, but Nick... And Raph will be back, and you know what? You do not want a myth. I said myth. <laughs> it is a myth. It will you, be a myth. You want a myth. It's Mike Tyson. You want a myth. Raph's good pick. <laughs> Great to- I, lo- I love Matt. I, I love Raph's good pick. He's always, always talking about good people, man. It's good stuff. Folks, it's been a great day. Raph's good take. We'll come back to work with my sponsors. 90.7 to 10.